The Boston Bruins are off to Vancouver for a Western Canadian road trip that begins on Wednesday night against the Canucks. A bunch of lineup updates to share, as well as the updated Atlantic Division power rankings here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, December 7th, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube, so please smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds and to the YouTube channel uh, for you to download, listen, watch, enjoy at your leisure. Uh, I also want to mention today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. Now, the Boston Bruins did indeed gather this morning for practice uh, as they get set to travel to Vancouver this afternoon in advance of tomorrow night's game against the Canucks. Uh, They did, uh, or they were supposed to travel yesterday, but there were several players missing as a result of a uh, non-COVID-related illness. Uh, including Linus Allmark, which prompted the uh, practicing of Tuka Rask as an emergency backup goalie. I uh, talked about that on a bonus episode yesterday. Now, uh, there were still several Bruins absent from practice here on Tuesday morning, including uh, Charlie Coyle, uh, uh, Matt Grizzlick, among those who were missing. <laughs> And uh, head coach Joe Sacco addressed the media afterwards. He said uh, Matt Grizzlick and Charlie Coyle will travel with the team, although Thomas Nosick will not. He's another guy that is suffering from this non-COVID-related illness. So he will um, not travel. He could join the team later on in the road trip, uh, but he will not be on the flight from Boston to Vancouver this afternoon. Uh, Bruce Cassidy also will not travel and he is expected to rejoin the team when they return to Boston, seeing as they're going to Canada, uh, you know, the rules for getting in and out are a bit trickier, especially if you've tested positive for COVID over the last uh, little bit, which he has. And uh, so yeah, Bruce Cassidy will not coach the Bruins for at least the next three games. Uh, Linus Allmark was back on the ice for Bruins practice, so Tuka not there. Uh, it was a bit confusing on the AHL transactions page this morning as Kyle Kieser was both recalled and sent back down to Providence. So I don't know if there was some confusion about Allmark's availability, uh, but 
it seems as though they will not be bringing Keeser with her with them on the road trip. Oscar Steen uh, was recalled, and he will be joining the team on the road trip. Uh, the lines at practice this morning were, uh, you know, a bit off because of player absences. Uh, the top line, Marshan Bergeron-Pasternak, was intact. Marshan, of course, will return to the lineup tomorrow night after serving his three-game suspension. Uh, Taylor Hall was back on the second line with Craig Smith on the right side. Eric Howla subbing in for Coyle, who is still uh, sick. On the third line, Anton Bleed was back in a regular jersey. He was skating with Trent Frederick and Nick Foligno. And then on the fourth line, we have Jake DeBrusque, still with the team, not yet traded, uh, Curtis Lazar, and Carson Kuhlman. Uh, so, uh, like I said, uh, Coyle will join the team as well. Uh, he will travel. Oscar Steen coming along as well in case either Bleed's not ready, Coyle can't go, etc. John Moore uh, was recalled the other day. He's traveling with the team. Uh, and that's partly due to the fact that Jakobs Borrell will be at le- out at least two weeks with a lower body injury. Uh, Charlie McAvoy missed practice. In fact, he missed a game, the last game, with that non-COVID-related illness. He's back, uh, but in case Grizzlet can't go, uh, John Moore was brought up. Uh, he skated on the third pair with Jocka Sean and uh, Connor Clifton rotating in and out. So looks like the Bruins are bringing some extra bodies with them just in case uh, somebody can't play. Uh, and because Thomas Nosek will not be with them for at least the first game against the Vancouver Canucks. On top of all that, uh, Patrice Bergeron said he uh, broke his nose for the sixth or seventh time in his career. This happened last week against the National Predators. Uh, It was reset, uh, and he said the procedure was more about helping his breathing than anything aesthetic. Uh, he, He says his modeling career is probably over at this point. Highly debatable. Uh, but he was wearing a full cage at practice today to protect that uh, sweet, sweet nose of his. So that is kind of the latest when it comes to the Bruins. Uh, Still remains to be seen who exactly will be in and out of the lineup. Again, a bunch of guys joining the trip in case uh, some players can't draw in. There's always the um, possibility that Jake DeBrusque will be traded. I read this morning uh, that, you know, Chicago Blackhawks still very much uh, making Dylan Strom available on the trade market. He's the guy that I would be after at the moment. And uh, I don't see why that hasn't happened yet, unless uh, it's not enough on one or the other side. I think uh, that would be a great fit for the Boston Bruins. But again, I'm not I'm not Don Sweeney, so we'll see how that shakes out. Tomorrow's podcast, of course, we will uh, update uh, what the roster looks like, any player movement in between now and uh, puck drop tomorrow night. The game will be at 9 p.m. Eastern against the Vancouver Canucks, a team that shut out the Los Angeles Kings last night in their first game uh, under new head coach Bruce Boudreaux, and they surely will be looking to build off that and uh, take advantage of a Bruins team that is somewhat dinged up and uh, a bit in flux at the moment. 
Uh, we'll do also a um, mailbag on Wednesday, tomorrow's episode. So please do send some questions in to uh, at Locked NHL Bruins on either Twitter or Instagram, or you can find me uh, at Ian C. McLaren. Let's talk for a little moment here about Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner. Finding the perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Right now, if you go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar, you can order the perfect gift package. What does that include? Well, for $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. Again, when you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha steak burgers for free with your order. Uh, you know, there's reports of shortages and shipping delays, so do not wait. Get that meat under your tree. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com, and you'll get those eight free burgers when entering the NHL code as well. Uh, that's omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. And again, a huge package of meat can be under the tree, $99.99. Those eight free burgers on top of that, you just really can't go wrong with this Omaha steak package uh, under the tree this year. Now, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. I listen to, I think I subscribe to like 40 podcasts. You can switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch. So you can get all the latest episodes of Locked on Boston Bruins and others. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. That's more power to save with Boost Mobile. Uh, disclaimer, the free phone is limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. All right, it is Tuesday, and that is when we update the Atlantic Division Power Rankings here on the Lockdown Bruins podcast, as well as take a look at the Metro because the Bruins really do look to be in line to challenge for a wild card spot at this point might not be possible or realistic to jump into the top three in the Atlantic, which are the three uh, guaranteed spots in that division. I just want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first lesson every day. It really means a lot that so many people are listening to the podcast, engaging with the podcast on a daily basis, and uh, I'm excited about what's to come here. Uh, this week on the podcast, special guest, on Thursday, you're not going to want to miss. And uh, yeah, just rolling through with Bruins coverage as they uh, play these games in Western Canada this week. Uh, let's start at the bottom of the Atlantic. And, you know, the bottom three teams, pretty well set. Not much is going to change there. Neither of, none of these teams are going to make the playoffs. The uh, Montreal Canadiens have grabbed the last spot in the Atlantic, 6, 17, and 3. Uh, you know, they recently uh, cleaned the front office, starting to make some changes, and uh, we'll probably see 
uh, things get worse there before they get better. The Ottawa Senators were supposed to be a bit better this season. Uh, they're on a three-game winning streak, actually, uh, but they're still at a 326 point percentage, 715 and one. Sabres had a good start. They're 813 and three with a 396 save percentage. Pretty much write-offs for all three teams at the moment. This is where it gets a bit more interesting. Uh, is in the top five right now. The Detroit Red Wings sit in fourth in the Atlantic with 29 points, a record of 13, nine and three. Uh, but they are behind the Bruins when it comes to point percentage. Their point percentage is only 58 or 0. 0.580, and they have a minus seven goal differential. Uh, so their lead over the Bruins is kind of circumstantial. They have played uh, four more games. They're four points ahead. If you look at their underlying numbers, uh, shot attempt differential, they're at uh, 28th in the NHL. When it comes to uh, expected goal differential, they rank uh, a bit higher, 15th in the NHL, but still at 49.84, so on the other side of positive. So Detroit... You know, off to a good start. Uh, they're really boosted by rookies, uh, Moritz Sider and Lucas Raymond. Uh, but I don't see them sticking around for this full season. Although, you know, by next season and with a couple more additions to the roster, they could be very much uh, in play for a playoff spot, especially with the addition of uh, goalie Alex Nedeljkovic. Now the Bruins... Fourth place in the Atlantic, 12-8-1 through 21 games, 595 point percentage, plus five goal differential. Again, their underlying numbers remain strong. Five on five, they're first in expected goals. Uh, they're also first, sorry, I shouldn't say that. They're third when it comes to high danger. Uh, chances four um, at 55.12. Uh, I talked recently about how they're, High danger chances were ranked 30th or sorry, 31st in the NHL at five on five, but that is also a function of having played less games. When it comes to uh, the differential on an average basis, they are 55.12. Uh, so producing more high danger chances than they are allowing, which is a very good sign. Uh, but still, uh, they haven't really put up the wins. They're not getting that five-on-five -five tangible scoring, and we really need to see that come through here in the next few games uh, against these Western Canadian teams. Now, uh, third place, going to put the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're 17-7-2, 36 points, uh, a lower point percentage than the Tampa Bay Lightning in second, and they will also be without Mitch Marner for uh, three to four weeks as um, uh, he was injured uh, in practice in a collision with Jake Muzzin. Not many details coming out about that one, but that will certainly set them back. They're at plus 18, which is a bit better than the Tampa Bay Lightning's plus 16. Uh, but uh, for the time being, because of that injury to Mitch Marner, I'm going to put Lightning in second, Toronto in third. Florida Panthers continue to roll. They've won three in a row despite not having star center Alexander Barkov in the lineup. Uh, they're 
771 point percentage, plus 26 goal differential. Uh, tops in the Eastern Conference in point percentage and also uh, just behind the Washington Capitals when it comes to uh, goal differential. Uh, this team's legit, uh, and they could very well run away. Uh, run away? Yeah. With the Atlantic Division, uh, which would set up a Toronto-Tampa Bay uh, first round, which would be very interesting to watch. Uh, where the Bruins fit in, whether they are first wild card or second wild card team, that's probably – uh, where we're sitting at the moment. If you look at point percentage among the wildcard teams or teams outside of those top three in each division, the Bruins are tops in point percentage. Uh, they're behind Pittsburgh, Detroit, and Columbus when it comes to actual points. Uh, but in point percentage, they are above Pittsburgh and Detroit, who are both at 580, and the Blue Jackets, at 565, which would mean if they're the first wildcard team, they play the lesser of the two division leaders. So right now they would be matched up. Well, point-wise, they'd be matched up against the Panthers. Uh, point percentage uh, standings, they'd be matched up against the Washington Capitals. So uh, either way, it's going to be tough for the Bruins to uh, to get out of the first round much less the second round, but uh, let's take things as they come. You know, there's been a lot of debate uh, the last couple of days about whether or not they should add to Rask, uh, if it's fair to Jeremy Swayman. In my mind, uh, I look at a team's roster kind of at the beginning of the season, at the trade deadline, and then prior to the playoffs in case there's been any injuries and such. Uh, for these Boston Bruins, They've certainly underachieved so far based on their underlying numbers. They're not getting that offensive production. But I think there's a team there that could compete. And if you add Tuka Rask, suddenly uh, they have more of a safety net, so to speak, at that position. And perhaps they have more uh, confidence on the offensive side to get things done. The one uh, piece where the Bruins are really lacking right now is uh, shooting percentage, 5-on-5. They rank dead last in the NHL at 5.84. Their safe percentage has gotten a bit better, 5-on-5. They're 21st. Um, So right now, if they were to get Tuka Rask back and then add some scoring, either by way of the Jake DeBrusque trade or another trade to come, uh, then I really do think there could be something there. And, you know, if you get into the playoffs, you never know what is going to happen. Um, but first, they have to take care of uh, Jake DeBrusque, see what happens, what the return is there, and then uh, go from there. And I really do think Don Sweeney, we all know he's very active prior to or at the trade deadline in the past. And I could see him, uh, yeah, making a swing to shore up the lineup this season uh, to fill the hole left by David Krejci. Um and, uh, and things like that. The rebuilding process, probably a year or two away. There's a lot of players on the roster right now. The majority will be under contract for next season. There's Bergeron, who will be an unrestricted free agent, but I would like to think he'll be back. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, restricted free agent, probably won't be around uh, 
Carson Kuhlman, Jakobs Borrell, restricted free agents. Um, so the Bruins, I think the idea was to be competitive this season and next, see where Bergeron's at, see where Marchand's at after that, and kind of go from there. Uh, so I don't think they'll be throwing in the towel this season unless things really go off the rails. If you want to bet on where the Bruins will finish this season, bet online as you covered for more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Football is marching to the playoffs. The New England Patriots with a big win last night. Uh, bet online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code Locked On. They have you covered from pro and college basketball, pro and college football, NHL, boxing, UFC, even some of your favorite Vegas casino games. Take advantage of all the amazing offers they have. It's the fastest and easiest bit way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's finish with some news and notes around the NHL. And uh, just kind of amazing how Alex Ovechkin continues to produce. He, um, I believe is the quickest in Washington Capitals history to hit 40 points for a season. Uh, right now, he leads the NHL. Uh, does he lead the NHL in goals? No, he's one back of Leon Dreisaitl. He's got 20 goals. Uh, when it comes to points, he is third in the NHL behind uh, Dreisaitl, who has 43. McDavid has 42. Ovechkin at 41. Um, so 20 goals, 21 assists, just unreal production for um, a guy that many thought might kind of just settle in and try to chase Gretzky's uh, record. But right now he is, you know, front runner for the Hart Trophy, Rocket Richard Trophy, in contention for the Art Ross. Uh, pretty amazing for a guy uh, of his age. And we really shouldn't. Hoover, the Philadelphia Flyers also did some firing yesterday, relieving uh, head coach Alain Vigneault and assistant coach Michelle Therrien of their duties. Mike Yo replaced Vigneault behind the bench for last night's game against the um, Colorado Avalanche, which they were uh, soundly beaten in. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do uh, moving forward. Uh, Neil Pionk was suspended two games for kneeing Maple Leafs defenseman Rasmus Sandin. He'll be out of the lineup for one or two weeks. Still waiting to see what happens with uh, Jason Spezza. He's having a hearing this afternoon for a retaliatory knee. Uh, that is an in-person hearing, so he could be out for up to five games there. Montreal Canadiens, I mentioned, worst team in the Atlantic. Goaltender Carey Price isn't expected to return before Christmas. Um, be interesting to see if he is a sneaky trade candidate, uh, down the road. Uh, but he still has, I believe a few seasons left on his, uh, deal with the Montreal Canadiens. Again, he was made available in the expansion draft. He still has four seasons after this one under contract at 10.5 million. So that's going to be 
uh, a bit hairy for them to move and uh, make their rebuilding play more prohibitive. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen and uh, for making it your first listen every day. For your second listen, recommend the Locked On Bets podcast. They have you covered for all your daily betting action, gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q, expert analysis from Lee Sterling, free and available on all platforms. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Send in your mailbag questions, and uh, we'll also tee up tomorrow night's game against the Vancouver Canucks. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and uh, we will uh, talk to you again tomorrow. Peace.